0: Now here's the man that needs no introduction. Hey
1: everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. I've always wanted to do this. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. What's your connection department, please? Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Ah, sorry, that's my foot. I'll do better next time. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. I'm uh, coming to you today from beautiful Huntsville, Ontario. My good friend Mike Logren is in the background in Toronto. Uh, and uh, today's special guest on the Spinning Wheels Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here podcast is uh, my friend Lanny Thomas from Peterborough. Lanny, how are you doing?
0: Good, Jim, yourself?
1: I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for you know agreeing to come on the podcast. I'm really excited and grateful. But what do you say we jump right into it, man? Uh, Lanny, tell me about uh, your Parkinson's journey so far.
0: Yes, the official diagnosis was 2013. Obviously, as everyone knows, it's the, the symptoms show up prior to that. So 2013 was the official date. So yeah, yeah, obviously, and when- obviously it's a shocker. But uh, I decided shortly after the uh, diagnosis, I was going to not let Parkinson's get the best of me. So.
1: And, and so what what are you even doing to not let uh, Parkinson's get the best of
0: you? I guess I first started uh, huge into exercise and diet. You know, obviously I was, when I retired, I was at 185 when I was down to 130. So it's so, been a struggle for sure.
1: You went down to 130 pounds. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. And so, like, do you mind, what? Are you, what are you at today? 136. <laughs> 136. Oh my goodness, Lanny. That's been a work in progress, gaining weight, gaining weight, and so people don't know obviously that that sometimes people lose a lot of weight when they uh, when they have Parkinson's because sometimes the medication makes you nauseous uh Other times, you know, you're you're actually burning calories with the, oh, with the tumor. You just lost your appetite. Was it the the medication?
0: the medication really with the you know protein. Yeah, like, I got protein for my dinner, and it just like really muck with my uh,
1: medication. So you know the you're not supposed to eat like. Uh, an hour before you take your medication, and if you have protein, like two hours after, and if you do it, uh, it really interferes with the uptake of the levodopa. And your brain is such a, a delicate balance.
0: Oh, but, for sure, it's huge. And yeah, so I, I actually gained about four pounds. Yeah. Uh, through uh, I work with a a dietitian, and I do really good, and all of a sudden I drop back down to 130 again.
1: Holy smokes! And so, so diet, right? You're you're working with a dietitian, and lots of people with Parkinson's can explore that—some to eat healthier, and others to uh, to put more weight on. So, diet. What else have you been doing to uh, live your best with Parkinson?
0: Cycling really helped,
1: help quite a bit. You
0: know, That's why,
1: you know, I started doing high
0: intensity cycling online with uh,
1: Randy Brotman and.
0: Yeah, it's been quite the journey. It's
1: been now the official diagnosis that you look back and it's like, well, I've had these things for for years. What was the first thing that came out for you?
0: Uh, somebody noticed that my arm swing, actually. Okay, okay. You know, like I mean, when I was—that's what sent me, you know, on the journey of trying to get to you seeing know, what was wrong with me. But prior to that, was lost of sense of smell, taste, constipation. You know, yeah. Oh, all the good
1: stuff, right? All the good stuff, yeah. <laughs> we uh, met up with Lanny last year as we were coming across the country for the Spinning Wheels Tour. And here's the ever-popular segment, Jim's Spinning Wheels Tour Flashback. And uh, he took us, you know, partway from Port Hope to Peterborough, and it rained so hard on that day. I don't think we've had a harder day of rain, and it uh, and it It almost stopped by the time we got to Peterborough, and then like two minutes from where we were supposed to end it, it let loose harder than it had the entire day. It was crazy rain, and then Lanny uh, took us to where we were going and said, "Oh, we just have to walk this uh, this last hundred meters." And he took us down an alley to the back of the uh, to the store uh, where they were, and we opened up into this old this thing, and there were. Like there were like tents set up and uh, and people there and a TV camera and everyone was cheering as we came, as we all, were all walking and soaked. They were all huddled underneath the tents and we quickly joined them. But uh, yeah, Lenny, that was such an amazing day. Uh, and it really, yeah, it really showed the the Parkinson's community in Peterborough. I really want to uh, to talk about uh, something called deep brain stimulation, right? And that's a it's I it was brain surgery. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to somebody who's actually gone through brain surgery right now. And uh, and so, Lanny, why why did you decide to uh, to go through or pursue the DBS surgery?
0: Well, I got to the point, Jim, like I said the, the tremor was pretty well taken to control of my life. My medication, that I was really experiencing the off, off episodes. Mm-hmm. you know, you know, I guess that's a telltale sign, yeah, you know, so uh, my neurologist there at Toronto Washington Hospital, I think uh, August of last year, she she put in the request for me to start the process with deep brain stimulation in October of last year, I had two appointments, and then the surgery was
1: April 6th. So what did they do during those those first two appointments uh, before the actual surgery? Well,
0: one was uh, cognitive and neuro testing, mm-hmm. and then the second appointment was uh, the uh, levodopa challenge where they take you, they want to see you off your medication completely. See oh. how you react, and you know, me leaving, living here in Peterborough and driving the to Toronto, that was a lot of fun.
1: What, what was it like not being on your Parkinson's beds for, for a day?
0: Uh, actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, you know. Yeah, I had the first time, and uh, like I said, you know, I've been living with Parkinson's for 10 years, but I actually was quite surprised how well I did.
1: And I know you're not fine tuned in yet, so I don't know if the... Yeah, they have you... dropped, they've dropped. I'm down three pills plus a drop of one medication completely. Okay. So there, there's a bit, there is like a significant difference, even though you're so new into it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. And as long so, as you can
0: tell, I'm trying a bit. But like I said, it's just, this usually doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's still a work in progress. I'm still trying to find the correct sweet spot as far as my settings go. So, yeah. It's been me home with a couple of little new devices. The program myself I got a new phone and the, the programs on the samsung phone yeah I
1: up to my chest Turn the device on and okay, cool and so you can actually like play with it or adjust it from like right now yeah like they
0: they started up
1: in office you know they said yeah what your
0: settings need to go be at
1: like you know, You had the two uh, appointments, and then you were approved. Uh, And then how long did you have to wait after your approval to actually have the surgery? Well,
0: as you were aware, I was, you know, I reached out to our Parkinson's community. Mm -hmm. People have gone through the process. I spoke to a dozen people, and, you know, everybody told me everything, but nobody really got into the point where... After the surgery. Oh, okay, yeah. And so it was, what, They take yeah. about eight weeks for the device to be turned on. Yeah. For me, it was eight weeks because it gives you time for your brain to heal.
1: Okay, that makes sense, yeah. That was the hardest. Uh, I,
0: I, I kid you not. Was, like, not, not everybody would experience what I experienced, but I'm just telling you the truth. I, you know, I was going through some psychotic episodes. And really? Yeah, the tremor, like, I had the surgery. Took about five hours. You know, you're awake for that part, and then they put you to sleep for an hour. And that's when they implant the device in your shaft. Okay. The
1: wire. I don't know if you can see my scar here. Exactly. Actually, I, I can't, but I, I'll trust you that yeah. it's there. Yeah. yeah. So it, that runs down
0: here, and then the wire runs into your shaft.
1: Yeah. You're awake for them actually uh, putting the electrodes into the part oh, of the brain. Yeah. To yeah. okay. I
0: me, mean, that was the easy part. I mean, I was kind of like a off, if
1: you would say, compared to the
0: officer or waiting eight weeks to have them turn the device
1: on. Was, so uh, during during those eight weeks, you're just taking your regular Parkinson's beds and well that's
0: what and... I was going to mention to you. When I seen before I left the hospital, I was in the hospital for only two days.
1: Yeah. And, you know,
0: I said to the doctor, I said, Can I increase my medication if needed? And he said, No, you can't. Because right? the idea is they want to reduce your medication. They don't want you to get into taking more medication and all of a sudden you know when the time comes when they turn you on they don't want to you
1: to. don't want to take in more so that when you reduce uh you're still taking just as much as you were before the surgery
0: exactly it's just the uh, waiting part yeah and like i tremor like
1: pretty hard for hours on end and that's one of the things that the dbs surgery is really supposed to help with isn't it oh definitely yeah okay
0: I mean, once they Actually, after the eight weeks, and they turned the device on, and again, the first day they had the appointment, you know, they turned it on, and you feel like a, a new person. Oh. And I got halfway home. Yeah. On the 401 all of a sudden, I started twitching. I was like dyskinesia. And by the time I got home, I was like, it was horrible. Like, I was, So I, we finally reached out, got to Charles Washington Hospital after about four days of this. Yeah. And they said, just turn it off. So, Okay. I so turned they it off said, and I was fine for about yeah. a day. But I came back tremblingly like the worst
1: I've ever tremored in my life. So. Okay. And so, like, how long did they say it would take to get, like, everything sort of dialed into that, quote, unquote, sweet spot? Well, everybody's different. It could
0: take up to a year, actually.
1: It could take up to a year, okay. I think I read that the DBS surgery gave you, like, a window of about 15 years? Oh, definitely, yeah, or
0: longer, for sure. Once, I, I've
1: known people who have had it for 20 years. So you're not fine-tuned yet. You're better?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: And the whole thing is, which,
0: and this is one of the reasons they said to me, it was uh, obviously the tremor. You know, they reduce your tremors by about 85%. Yeah. You know,
1: and the other good thing was... Uh, I gain weight, and since April, I've gained six pounds. That's one of the things I read too: is that on average, people who have DBS gain twelve pounds yeah. uh, in that first year. Dude, you could get up into the 140s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until you experience it yourself, you just you don't you don't think of the the weight loss or the weight gain of uh, of a DBS surgery. Tremor is better. You're taking less medication. You've eliminated one medication entirely. You're eating a little bit better. You put on some weight, uh, and you're still not uh receiving the 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 best benefit of the surgery. So so far, it seems like it, that's a, a huge, a huge positive in that pro-con uh, chart.
0: And the other good thing too, I'm It's taking a while, but I'm sleeping better.
1: That's a huge thing with with uh, people with Parkinson's. Either you find sleeping or you have real trouble. After going through this, would you recommend uh, the DBS uh, to people? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Peterborough is home to Trent University, uh, and I know you've got something going on with them. Tell us about that. Yeah, roughly
0: about two thousand nineteen, we started working with a program with the associate professor there, Leanna Brown, and uh, some students. They Actually, started an exercise program to benefit people with Parkinson's for the Lake Lakes, Peterborough area. You know, we meet once a week. Again, it's, the school's out. We don't go back until the fall. We have each week, it's either cycling one week, and the next week would be boxing, and then and the next week would be dance. It's amazing. Like, it's again, it's just,
1: you know, we can get anywhere between 10 to 20 people. And and so uh, so the students what put the programs on for you?
0: Yeah, sociology and sociology students.
1: Okay, along with Professor yes,
0: Professor Brown, and every year we get new new students, so they need to be trained. And,
1: yeah,
0: you know, there's usually six to eight students that participate in the program. So.
1: First of all, I like a lot of things about that, but one of the things I like about that is that younger people are getting involved in working with people with Parkinson's so that when they, when they finish up university and get their jobs, if they, you know, if they stay in the field, we've got more people who have worked with people with Parkinson's and, uh, and the mystery isn't there. And then, then of course, just being able to go out and uh, get the, get the intense exercise and varied exercise and that is awesome. I've known Lanny for a while but uh, he just went through the DBS surgery and uh, I think it's it was so I'm so grateful for him to come on and share his experience uh, about that surgery with us uh, and and to just you know share what uh, what he does to live his best he again uh, with Parkinson's there's a vibrant Parkinson community in Peterborough Ontario uh, so if you're in that area don't uh, don't hold back. Right. There are a lot of people who are there to help and just, you know, just anywhere across the country. If there's a support group or an area, uh, reach out. And, uh, and it doesn't mean you're you're committed to do it, but reach out and see if it's right for you, because there is uh, power in togetherness. Spinning wheels. Parkinson's conversations with Jim here is brought to you in part by PDT, the healing power of tea applied to Parkinson's. Learn more at PDT dot com. Spinning Wheels Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here is a podcast produced by Jim Redman and Mike Logger. This podcast is not intended to replace the assistance of your personal medical professionals and should not be relied upon for medical advice. For more information, go to spinningwheelstour.ca.